Check, check. Mic check. This is the Fly Moto 60 Show. Presented by Maxxis Tires, Pro Taper, and Get Data. On PulpMX.com. Taking your calls and looking ahead to the races. With your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody. We are back on the Fly Racing Moto 60 Show for another year. It's 2021. So that means the Fly Racing Moto 60 Show is back. And we're going racing this weekend in Houston. How exciting is that? Holy sweet Jesus, we're going racing. We're going to be here on Wednesdays or Thursdays all through all year. One-hour show. We'll take your phone call, 702-586-7857, to talk about the upcoming race or anything that's on your mind. Uh, yeah, it's going to be exciting. Sometimes we're going to do these on Wednesdays just due to travel schedule for COVID testing and that kind of stuff for venues, but we're going to try to do them Thursday if we can. Stay tuned to social stuff, and we'll let you know and uh, what day we're doing them. But, yeah, looking forward to it. Jason Thomas will be calling in here in a little bit, as well as uh, Donnie Emler Jr. from FMF. The FMF Vision is launched. Zach Osborne wearing the goggle this year, along with the, along with the Phoenix Honda team. So we're excited to have those guys on board. 702-586-7857. We are going to give away a uh, Formula CC helmet from the folks at Fly Racing. So coming in hot for the new year and uh, really looking forward to having you people along for the whole season long. So we've got three races in Houston, well, two races, and then another Fly Racing Moto 60 show. So uh, lots to talk about when it comes to uh, the races. And I want to thank the folks at Fly Racing. Speaking of goggles, Justin Brayton's in the Zone Pro goggle for 2021. He's in the Formula Helmet as well for 21. He's almost fly racing head-to-toe. The complete line of 2021 products at Fly Racing is available at flyracing.com. So please go to those guys and check them out. It's uh, it's great to have them uh, expanding their line. And, uh, yeah, man, I've been wearing the Kinetic Mesh yesterday, dirt bike riding. Absolutely love it. Wore the uh, Evo gear the time before with the boa on the back uh absolutely love that as well flyracing.com please check them out on the web athena as well athena and get athena is the point of reference in the market for the production of complete gasket kits for motorcycles dirt bikes atvs and harley davidson's athena offers high performance cylinder kits pistons fork seals uh clutch discs things like that please check those guys out as well as the get uh line of products that a lot of teams are using so please uh check that out and also Max's Tires, MXSTs, developed by McGrath, used by A-Ray and Rod Bell this weekend. Uh, Jeremy Smith's on the team, Jordan Jarvis as well. Uh, they're all on the uh, on the team this uh, this Supercross season using Max's Tires. So thanks to Max's guys. Use the mountain bike tires, uh, use the uh, light truck tires, and the dirt bike tires. The IT line is old, 
but it still works really well. So Maxis IT, check that out. Lasts forever. I want to thank the folks at ProTaper, Rockstar Energy Husqvarna, using ProTaper products out there. So if you look at the uh, bikes of Anderson and Osborne and Wilson and Hampshire coming in this week, and they will be having ProTaper products on their bike, whether it's the bars that they first started way back in 1991, the micro handlebar that is uh, on the KGSC bikes, ProTaper.com for more information on that, grips and everything else. And, uh, yeah, really um, – Really doing a good job over there at Pro Taper, guys. I've got the sprockets and bars on Blue Crew. So thanks to those guys. And the big news, the big news, FMF Vision, it is dropped. FMF Vision, a unique optics brand created in partnership with the brilliant minds who brought you 100%. This is a full range of goggles to meet every rider's needs, including film systems, sand goggles, over-the-glasses, youth models, and more. Upgrade your goggle arsenal with the power of FMF Vision. Follow at FMF Vision to see the latest. If you want to see the product itself, you go to fmfracing.com to experience the Power Bomb and Power Core goggles now. So, as I said, Phoenix Racing Honda, Rocky Mountain AT- KTM. Forgot about those guys. So, Savachi and Bogle will be in them, and the 450 Motocross Champion, Zach Osmond, will be in them as well. Uh, lots of phone calls still, so please uh, check it out and uh, 702-586-7857 give us a call. Jason Thomas coming up here, taking your calls, holding things down over there. He came in really early today because I haven't paid him for 2021. So he's going to come in early. He's going to put in the hard hours until he gets paid, and then we'll go. he'll go right back to his usual coming in at 10.55. It's the... Tits legendary tits, what's up? That's correct, by yeah. the way. Yes, it's all correct. One hundred percent. Yeah, right on the money. What's uh, you excited for Houston? Uh, yeah, it's actually it's been obviously weird with everything going on, and it's almost kind of snuck up on me. It, uh, me too. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I think with no off season races and uh-huh. no people going to California and such, it's out of sight, out of mind. A little, and, the yeah. hype is a little lower, mm-hmm. right? Like we just don't hear the flying at the test tracks, right. Stuff and everything else. So. Yeah. I, I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I am excited. Yeah. yeah. It'll be cool to, to get it back going. Will you be subscribing and paying Peacock? Um, short answer is yes. Uh, I just don't know if I'm going to be getting like the like the $5 a month one or okay. if I'm going to go splurge a little bit and right. get the $10 yeah. and Concrete whatnot. business yeah. is fine. Just go get the big No, I, I can it's, afford it. It's just, you know, just haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> but I will be. You All can right. be sure of that. Let's get Jason Thomas on the line if we can. That's Tits Legendary. And uh, also, too, he... Um, He's backing down his Pulp Mech show schedule as well, so we'll see a lot more talent than tits in 2021. Which you've not actually said this, but I feel like you're not happy about that. So I, uh, I just, uh, you know, I like it. Well, don't don't start a riff between talent and myself. <laughs> I have no problems with talent. Talent's that, awesome. That's what I was going for. Yes, right, right, right. <laughs> but uh, I like how you did. Do you determine your schedule? I like that. It's pushing him around. So Jason Thomas coming up here shortly. Uh, Jesse's on one. Let's get started right away with the important stuff. Uh, my my mail question. Jesse, what's going on, man? Uh, yeah, what's up, Steve? I just saw that you actually finally picked up your mail. I actually had a similar situation, so um, I guess I'll just ask another question. Um, hold on, though. I I try, I, hold on, though. As I said on Monday night, like I tried yeah. to go pick up the mail. They said it wasn't there. They said, right, but, yeah. but, when you, but when you spoke to your mailman, he told you where it was. Why, did it, why was there a gap in between him telling you where the mail was. Oh, I I saw I saw him after I'd gone to the post office. So then I oh. told the mailman, "Look, they said there's no mail there." And he said, "No. There's your mail. It's there. It's tell him it's I, I think he said tell him it's right by my box. Your yeah, care, by, his, by his box or something." So, uh when Pookie told them that, they came back with this shit ton of mail. So, um it was easy. But when you know when I initially went there, 
they they knew nothing. Right. So okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, is JT on the line right now? Mm, we're getting him on right now. Yeah. Uh, oh. Okay. Well, I just had a question. I these training facilities they're so polished off, right? Like yeah. they've got everything down to a science compared to even just 20 years ago when Ricky was just starting to work with Alden, do you see, like, in the next 20 years, any real serious progression with these training facilities? Or do you think they have almost kind of topped out at what they can possibly be? Um, that's a good question. Um, I, don't, I don't necessarily think these training facilities are amazing, right? Like, right. I, I get the Alden Baker program. That's a trainer mm-hmm. – that's one on one. There's four guys. He is monitoring everything, right? Um, right. But the training facilities themselves for these kids, I think they're not racing enough. You know, I don't think. Yeah. I think they're just going out there on the same track every day with the coaches maybe half interested in them, and and they're doing their motos. And when they get to a race, they don't have a lot of race craft, right? Because they only race the big five amateurs a year. So right. I don't necessarily think these things are that awesome. Now, the Alden Baker program is great, right? But Yeah, I, don't I guess know, that's kind of what I was really getting at. Okay. Not maybe some of like, you know, MTF or um, yeah, yeah, know, yeah. or any of those. Um, name any. I think the real secret sauce of Baker's program, and we and let me bring JT in here a little bit too as well. Hold on a second. Jason Thomas, Fly Racing, how are you? Uh, I'm good. How are you guys? Good. We're just talking about the Baker program. Yeah. I think, Jesse, the, yeah. the, the real secret sauce to me at these programs, it isn't the bicycle work. It isn't the blood monitoring. It isn't the workload that Alden puts on you and all of that. It is the competition on Tuesday and Thursdays, right? It is the full yeah. motos. It is the whole deal. Osborne used to get worked when he was on his 250, you know, trying to beat these guys on 450s, Dungeon, those guys. And that, to me, is the secret sauce of these programs. And if you don't have it, if you are just riding by yourself or whatever at the riding facility, if you're not, you know, engaged with someone that's high level like yourself, then I think that that it doesn't necessarily help you. So, JT, what yeah, do you think? Do you, do you agree with that, JT? That's what I think is the real secret of Baker's program. Everything else helps. Don't get me wrong. But that's mm-hmm. that's yeah, that's what I think. I agree with you in theory. Um, the only thing I would add to that uh, is the mental aspect specifically with Baker's program, because if you you look at the track record, you look at the success he's had, really, if you buy into the program, I think there is a, a subconscious boost that you get saying, okay, this is what these guys all did, and look at the results that they had. Yeah. If I do these same things, I will get those same results. And then just whether you want to or not, you subconsciously start believing that you should do better, that you deserve yeah to get the results that all these predecessors had. Uh, and I, I think that's why you see the same process over and over and over. Also, too, when Dunge joined, he said he was doing more than he did at Baker's Factory. He also said he was always at night wondering, am I doing it right? Am I doing too yeah. little? Am I doing too much? I have no idea, right? And he went to Baker's Factory. He did less, but it was smarter and then he knew that part of his brain, he didn't go to sleep at night thinking, like you said, JT, he, he knew this program was fine. So Yeah, um, it's, I mean, yeah. It's, it's so cliche, but it's trust the process, you know? You just, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? But you just do what everybody that's won before you did, and that's probably going to yield results. You know, and, and it's so easy to say, well, 
he's got the best guys all the time, so that's why they win, and they would be winning anywhere. Well, okay, that, that's fine, but I'll present to you the huge improvement that we saw from R.J. Hampshire last year. And, and I know he didn't win the title, but there's no one on earth that could convince me that he wasn't his best ever self last season. So I think across the board you can see the results regardless of whether they turn out to be Ryan Villapoto and Ricky Carmichael. It seems to be working for those people that are there. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a, it's a great, great question for sure, Jesse. Yeah. Uh, thanks for calling, man. All right. Thanks. Happy National Hockey Day. Oh, it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Uh, thank you very <laughs> I much. I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be great. All right. Have you a good know, show, guys. Thanks. You know, it's, it's, Steve, Steve, to further your point about the competition, uh, those of those of us who have been around for a long time will remember Dean Wilson's season in 2011 where he won the national championship. And I was there. I was there every single day. I'd ha- I had knee surgery, so I was just watching. But I was, you know, a, a fly on the wall for every training session, every riding day. And there was a significant improvement from when Dino showed up in Florida and just started getting his ass handed to him day in and day out mm-hmm. by Berner and Chad. And then he would show up on race day and have to race against guys on 250s that are not at the caliber of Chad Reed. And then, oh, man, this is a lot easier now. Yeah. And then his results, you know, uh, went straight vertical from there. Yeah, it's – I got it. When I first, you know, saw Alden come onto the scene with RC and RC dropped all that weight and then even RV, you know, he started working with RV. I thought in my mind, like, this guy is just hammering these guys and their fitness levels are insane. Baggett, right? Baggett's uh, second mm-hmm. motos were just, you know, something else that Chupacabra. year. Yeah. Um, and then you come to find out, you talk to Weimer and RV and these guys, and you and, and like Alden's off the bike stuff isn't some Tour de France schedule. It's it's maintenance. No. It's uh, uh, consistency. Uh, consistency. Like it is not some insane workload, and that I thought it was early on. Right? Yeah, and, and, it, yeah. it is. It is pretty brutal in the off season. Like boot camp is yeah. no joke. You know, for for most people, they would be overwhelmed at the workload, but. Once you get into your get your fitness base and you're into the season, he does a really good job of monitoring these guys to make sure that they're fresh on Saturday. Yeah. You know, that to me, I, you know, and we all get asked these questions all the time. Um, and to me, priority number one when you're in the season above all else is to be at 100% and be your best self on Saturday. If you're not that, the rest of it, it you're doing yourself harm. You know, that should be your number one priority above all else is is to be at your best when the gate drops on Saturday. So train less, train more, whatever that takes. Um, But I see guys all the time that are just overdoing it. Like you mentioned with Dungey, I think he was overdoing it at times just because he was, he was so driven that there, there just was not enough work that he could do that he felt like he was doing enough and, and he was just doing himself harm at that point. Yeah, no, absolutely. All right. Lots of phone calls. The lines are full as usual. Fly Race and Moto 60 show presented by Maxis Pro Taper. Get FMF Vision. We are giving away a Formula CC helmet, JT. So uh, that's an awesome helmet. And uh, what's been, what's, what's been the response from the for the CC that's new for 21? Uh, you had the Formula now for a year or so. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a little different shell, a little uh, better pricing. Do are you seeing acceptance of that, or are you seeing obviously you're seeing some acceptance? Are you seeing acceptance of that, or people are still going for the slightly lighter? formula no it's been great uh both of them have grown you know obviously the cc has taken off really well but we've also seen continued growth for the formula so that's yeah the perfect scenario and really for us it's just making sure that people understand the difference 
you're getting the same protection. You're getting all of the great same uh, features. There is no step down other than instead of a full carbon 12K shell, you're getting a carbon composite shell. So you're adding about, uh, you know, 20, 30 grams of weight just going from, you know, you're diluting the carbon at that level. But as far as protection, as far as anything Mm -hmm. else, there is no difference. Uh, so you're, you have a $200 at retail savings. So for a lot of people that they don't care about 20 or 30 grams of weight, you're talking about literally a tenth of a pound is what we're talking about. Right. That, that's a great way to get into that level of, of protection and technology uh, and save yourself you know, 200 bucks. Well, we're giving one away today. Speaking of protection, uh, Philip's got a question on two. Uh, Philip, welcome to the Fly Race and Moto 60 Show. What's your question for JT? Uh, hey guys, thanks for taking my question. Uh, I have a, I'd like to get a, a an old school JT style chest protector, but I was wondering if there was a modern uh, a modern one out there like a Cherubis or dude, something I, that you would recommend. Dude, I have a V two thousand in my studio. He does the green one. And, and and oh no, that's that's the V one thousand. I have a pink oh. two thousand, and I used to love these things, and I still think they look fucking incredible, uh, Philip. But if you put one on. Oh my God! You would you? I don't know how they rode with them back in the day. <laughs> they they are so like restrictive on your shoulders and arms. It's incredible, but but they do look amazing. But um, anyways, uh, Philip, the Fly Guys have a convertible two roost guard. JT, does that have netting in the shoulders? It does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's more of a throwback type guard that you would like instead of the super form fitting ones that you find uh, that yeah. are more modern. Philip, do you want shoulder stuff? Is that what you want? Like that's what appeals to you? Yeah. What I like about the old JT one is the chest plate and the um, shoulder plates are like connected, like hard. It seems like they don't make them that way. Maybe it's because you can't ride with them. I don't know. But yeah, they don't. I don't. If you're looking for that, I don't think you're going to find it. But. Um, like it's, just, it's really challenging. It's really challenging for any company to find a market big enough these days with how far that, that, you know, those chest protectors have come. Anybody that was in a meeting was like, yeah, let's do this. You'd look at it and go, that thing's rigid. It doesn't work. It doesn't move. Like, who are we going to sell that to? Yeah. So it's, it's tough to make those things nowadays. Yeah, but if you want shoulder stuff, I mean, the Fly Racing, that, that convertible two Roost Guard has the, the webbing in the shoulder. You know, so I, I like that. Um, the Revel Off-Road one doesn't have webbing, though, huh, JT? In the it does not, but it has uh, it has more arm protection and right. shoulder protection than the standard Revel. Yeah, does. yeah. So I, I don't know, Philip. I think check out that convertible too. Roost, Roost Guard on uh, flyracing.com. I think that might be what you're after. But as far as I don't think you'll find, you know, because that, when, that, when that HRP came out, the HRP 2, and it had the webbing on the shoulders. People just love that, Philip. And so that was already starting to go. Uh, so check out that fly racing and uh, see what you think. All right, next question from Zach. Zach, what's your question for JT? Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call. Hey, JT, the Zone Pro goggle, how accommodating mm-hmm. is that for eyeglasses? Because that's kind of my deal um, since I'm blind as hell out there. Um, just wanted to know because I wear an Akuri right now 100%, and I don't know how comparable yeah. it is. So we build our Zone Pro in the same factory that 100% uses. So you're going to find similar clearance. Um, it's funny that you mentioned this. I was actually doing the paperwork to build a over the glasses goggle, uh, yesterday. 
So no we are in the process. I have to do all this paperwork and market research and all these things that I already know inside my head, but I have to relay those to the design team. So we are coming out with that. Um, it'll, it'll take a little while, obviously, but um, we will have that offering. Rule cool. of thumb is, you know, if, if you can find a goggle that is specifically built for it, it's going to be better. Most goggles will work. It's just not going to mm-hmm. be, you're not going to have as much clearance as, a, as an over-the-goggle or an over-the-glass specific goggle would have. And, uh, and the FMF guys are, are teamed up with 100%. So the FMF Vision, if you go there, they have over-the-glasses ones, 100% has over-the-glasses ones. Right. So. Cool, cool, cool. Hey, and then another fly racing related question. Um, the Rebel chest protector is that more of a low profile under the jersey design or over because i read conflicting um information on that so i'm kind of in the market for a low low profile chest protector as well sure so some people do wear the rebel under i prefer to wear it over uh Mm. if you are we're in the process funny because i was working on paperwork on the a a smaller version of the rebel that would fit this need very nicely uh okay. and that's, we're in the process of building that too what i would recommend if you're going to want something that is even more in, uh less conspicuous than the rebel i would buy for now for now i would buy the alpine stars sx1 um or i'm sorry the, no. the a1 a1, a1. i'm a1. sorry a1, a1. yeah, yeah. A- sx1 is a knee guard uh the a1 is the probably the the highest choice right now for Guys like Blake Bag and these guys, that's what they choose to wear under their jersey. Yeah, I have an A1 uh, that I use under the jersey, uh, and it's great. It, it's really, really – form fits really well, fits tight up against cool. you. Yep. Um, so I'm a fan of that A1. I, I haven't tried the Revel. I tried to order a Revel a while ago. They were back-ordered. So I was trying – I yeah. still need one, JT. Yeah, it's but, tough yeah. right now. It's tough to get anything right now. <laughs> um, yeah, I, just, think, I think they're back-ordered on motorsports, so I was trying to look for one. But I've read the A1s are freaking phenomenal, too, so maybe I'll go that yeah. direction. Yeah, yeah. No, they're, yeah. they're really, was, really good. When I was doing – yeah, when I was doing market research, uh, the A1 was really kind of the paradigm, what we wanted to build to aspire to beat. So um, sure. it's a great product. Cool. Thanks for the call, man. Cool. Thank you. All right. 702-586-7857. Jason Thomas on the line. We have some other questions. We're going to get those in a second. Uh, but, JT, Houston coming up this weekend. I feel like we have talked ourselves out of this stuff uh, on the Pulp Show and the Racer X preview shows and everything else. So I'm going to take take this in a little bit different direction. Give me, like, give me like you know, two or three or four things that you're sure of this weekend. And, I, and don't say Eli Tomac makes the main event. I mean just, yeah, 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 just yeah. you know, no, something know. Sh- I, that I, you're yeah. positive of. This weekend, uh, a couple things, like I said. So I think you're going to see uh, a couple things that are not as obvious, right, like you're, like you're getting it. I think Christian Craig will blow us away in practice. I think he's just going to look incredible. And whether that, that turns out to be fool's gold, we're going to find out. But I think he's just going to look phenomenal. I think he's going to kill the whoops. I think he's just going to be ripping around the track. Uh, and we're all going to be going, is this for real? Like, is, is he going to be able to, to finish this thing or what? Yeah, like um, how much money would you – what are the odds? You, you're a better. You're, you love betting. Yeah. What would you put on the odds that Christian Craig qualifies fastest? Ooh, uh, fastest will be tough because I, I have Forkner qualifying fastest. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yep. But I, th- I just think Craig, he looks so damn good on a motorcycle. Yeah. Like he just looks like how you would draw it up yep. if you were creating the ideal you know, supercross racer. Um, but I, speaking of Forkner, Forkner's one of my sureties. He's going to get in some sort of drama with someone. <laughs> I, 
I don't know if it's going to be a flagger. I don't know if it's going to be Jet Lawrence. Right. I don't know if it's going to be Justin Herbert. But he's going to get into something with someone over the course of Saturday. So just, just watch that. He just seems to find drama. you know. And, and a lot of it, honestly, last year was Dylan Ferrandez kind of handing him the drama. It really wasn't Forkner's fault. But he was in, right in the midst of it every single weekend. So I think we'll, we'll see some of that, too. Um, see what else I had these written down and I, I had to run out to the, to take this call and I forgot to bring it with me. Damn it. Um, Oh, Oh, I had a, a battle Royale between Justin Barsha and Justin Brayton for first lap supremacy in okay. the first in the free practice. very first. Yeah. 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 Like the yeah. flag, the group fly- of the year yep, yep. for the 450 a right. practice who will be, they would just be going at it. Someone may end up on the ground. Yeah. And uh, do we have to deal with Wygant? Do we have to deal with Wygant yelling, look at it, look at the season, look how it's going to go, <laughs> look at this, because that's how he goes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then I also had a real brouhaha going down at tech inspection as the AMA tries to tell Justin Barsha he is not allowed to run the red plate that he earned at A1 last week. <laughs> that should be good. Yeah, uh, I'm interested <laughs> in that one. Uh, chances that they just let him do it, 100%. I mean, Brad, Brandon Hartraff rode with yellow backgrounds, and it was fine. He did. Yeah. yeah in, so. the, in the ultimate, hey, we ju- we're just done with this season, move. <laughs> Hartraff's running yellow backgrounds. Yeah. I, I've never seen any, anything like it. No. I, I just It was just like, yeah, we're done here. Like, we, There's nothing left. Yeah. It, who cares? <laughs> we Let's don't, do it. We're just trying to get through this thing. So are, we, so are yeah. you. Let's do this. Uh, speaking of Craig, though, um, this this ties in nicely. Mitch is on five. Mitch, uh, what do you think of JT's uh, sure things? I think he's pretty accurate, especially with Fortner getting into it with someone, which okay. is going to be one of the highlights of the whole East Coast for me. Just watching how he doesn't control his emotions. Okay, but, so I talked um, about this on I talked about this on Monday, and my whole thing. I said I'm going to be bummed if he lets his emotions dictate his riding because like is he not going to learn he's a year older right he had a bad injury at salt lake he uh he he's gotten into it with everybody and 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 he got into it with himself as far as setting the flat fast lap and crashing out at nashville like is he gonna learn and i think he might learn if he doesn't learn i'm gonna have to start yelling about it on my shows because i'm gonna be dumb if Dumb, or I'm going to be bummed if he does learn because us as fans <laughs> well, are going to well, lose out. I agree. I agree. But sweet Jesus. I mean, can we just, hey, Forkner, your Super Bowl's fast. Just do your thing. I don't know. But yeah, maybe not. Keep and, it in check. Right. Anyways, what's up, Mitch? Yeah, I was just wondering, now that we got a little bit of a rundown of who's going to be on the East Coast, we got Forkner, the Jet, Craig, and Nichols. How are you feeling about your bet to shave your head, knowing who Craig's competition is? Hey, you forgot about Hampshire. I think RJ will be right in there. Um, oh, I didn't know that. But that's that's my picks. Uh, I have it written down here to talk to JT about. Like Forkner, Lawrence, Hampshire, Craig, Nichols are the five championship contenders. JT, can we agree on that? Or is, yep. Am I missing somebody? I don't believe so. I, th- I think that's your crew right there. So. Okay, yeah, Craig has one win, Mitch, and Kiefer said he was the man to beat. Now, he's flying at the test test track. You know, we had AP on Monday's show, and uh, Aaron told us that, and other people have told us that. So he, But I'm not, like, of course he's flying at the test track. He's Christian Craig. But, I mean, I, 
right now, if you had to give me a preseason ranking, JT, I would put Craig fourth. I would put Forkner one, Hampshire two, Lawrence three, Craig four, Nichols five. If I'm if I'm ranking those five, really? Guys. Yes. Oh, man, I, I think I have Nichols ahead of who? Uh, Craig. Oh, okay. So you have Craig five. Yeah, and I think you could even make is Moseman in this coast? No. Okay. Oh wait. Okay, that, yeah, I think that he was is. No, other, I think like, he is. Yeah, I think he is. Okay. Sorry. I, I could make a case for him being in there too. I just I need to see it from Craig in the results column. His talent, no question. The bike, no question. Every other aspect other than the final result on paper at the end of Saturday night mm-hmm. is not in question, but that that is in question for me. I've just watched too many times, and, you know, speaking of Pulp MX Fantasy, I've picked him many, many, many times and been disappointed most of those times. You know, and we were, we were discussing this last year at Salt Lake, right? He would just look so great. And then in the main event, you're just like, what am I watching? You know, like it just doesn't even look like the same person. So I'm, I'm going to need – he's on a, a prove-it-to-me basis for, for right now until yeah. I want to start talking about him being a title threat. So not the man to beat? No, no, that might be the the most bold take of 2020 right there. Yeah, yeah, really. Uh, thanks, Mitch. Thanks for the call, man. Hey, thanks, guys. Appreciate Thank you. It. Appreciate it. Yeah, I, I can't get behind that, uh, but I'm with you. Yeah, just let me, just let if me see he, it. it. If he can figure it out mentally, and I believe that's where it starts and stops for him is just mentally. If he can and ever does figure it out, and he goes back to the level where he and Cooper Webb were, you know, taking each other out for wins. Look out. Like, everybody should be terrified of that Christian Craig. I just haven't seen it in a long time. Yeah. He is on the Yamaha, which is fast and a very good bike. But, yes, uh, we'll see that. And he rode really well last summer, right, on the 450. He was great. He just needs to bring that confidence. And knowing he has all the tools, he needs to bring that to the racetrack on Saturdays. Uh, Tyler, what's going on? Oh, not much. Do you think Faulkner Uh, gets it done, Tyler? He's got the speed, but if he can just control his ADD on the track, I think he could. But uh, who do you think his biggest rival is? I I don't – dude, I'm a little bit – I'm more on the jet train than I was because he won Paula Uh and he did it, but he's never won a Supercross before. And Salt Lake didn't – What? Forger's the best rider in, the, in this class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, so, I don't, so, I don't yeah. think anybody can. I mean, he has 18 podiums, you know? Like, uh-huh. he should be winning this class. It's. I don't think Jed is on his level yet. Right, I think right. maybe he, he's going to get up there and battle with them at times. But if you look at it on paper, Forgner is by far has the best credentials of anybody in this class. Yeah, RJ has a win. Lawrence has none. Craig has one. Nichols has, what, two? Right? Wins? Yeah, something like uh, that. Three I mean, wins? It, it, yeah. Forkner far and away, you know? Yeah. It's not even it's not even really close on paper. If you were, you know, make if you were trying to like yeah. make odds for it, you know, you would have Forkner the easy favorite. The the only way he doesn't get it done, and remember remember, he can he started slow last year, right? And then was coming on, but he he yep. was he needed that those early early season races cost him. So the only way he doesn't get well, it done and he was you know he, he was going up against Ferrandis, who was a juggernaut, right? Yeah. He was Super experienced, really fast. If you take Ferrandis out of that class, I mean, Forkner looks like a hero last season. Right. So I think so my other question. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Uh, 
Uh, do you think Craig and Hampshire kind of sit back and pull like a, the dungy move and ride smart and let you know the guys take each other out, like say Forkner and, and Jet? Not to say that Jet would do that. I think he's going to really prove himself this year. I think Jet will get into it with Forkner. I do. I don't. I yeah. think something will happen. I think he'll instigate it. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. If you if if you've seen the way Forkner has responded to those incidents in the past, you'd be smart to try to start it. Yeah. Yep. Very, very yep. true. Yep. Thanks for the call, man. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Jason Thomas here, flyracing.com. What? Go ahead. Just to expand on his question a little bit, I just wanted to add, I, I think in a short series, I don't think you can wait back. I don't think you can sit back and let things unfold. Um, the, the series is just too short with the 250 class. And the 450 class, maybe. But in the 250 class with, you know, seven, eight, nine rounds, whatever it is, you, just, you have to make things happen. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, a couple more phone calls here. Cody's on four. Cody, what's up, man? Hey, guys. Uh, just I don't mean to change the subject at all, but I, uh, being a Chad Reed super fan, I can't help but uh, notice that it's going to be the first time he's not at the opener since 2002, I believe, in the, in the premier class. Um, so I just wanted to ask both of you uh, just real quick, your favorite uh, – Racing memories of him. You know, it's a Any good idea. Okay, Cody, that's a good idea for a Racer X column now that he is not going to line up. Um, but I don't believe that. Okay. <laughs> I don't believe that. I, I, until I see the gate drop for the main event with him not on it, I'm, I'm holding out all in 100% confidence that he'll be there. What's a couple rides that come to memory for you, JT? Um. You know, it wasn't even a win, but I think his 2009 Anaheim 2 ride on the kind of retro track where he came all the way through the field was phenomenal. He almost caught Stu. That was just a, a crazy impressive race for me. And uh, I, I, I always questioned whether he could beat Stu straight up, and I think most people have as well. That ride, I think, was one of the few times I could ever go back and say he was he was faster than Stu that night. He was just straight up faster than him. Um, uh, you know, some of the some of the rounds that I hold most dear for Chad may not be the same for everybody because I I was so close to that situation. But <laughs> Indy 2008, um, he was inebriated, wouldn't even start to cover it. Uh, he was beyond all sense of knowing even his first name on Friday night, partying with fans, which is just legendary, right? He's out with fans at these bars and then they're just struggling to show up for the race on Saturday. And he goes out there and just annihilates everybody that same night. And then my final one would be that same year when he broke his shoulder blade at Detroit and went to the hospital. And I mean, he was, he was hurting really bad and uh, was still able to gut out a 12th in that main event. Somehow, I still have no idea how he re- – I got 10th in the main event. And I, w- I looked at there. I'm like, how the hell did you get 12th? Like, I knew how badly he was hurt. Right. And, uh, I mean, that was probably the difference in him winning and losing that title was being able to gut out that night. I might, I might go out that 2009 outdoor title. He wasn't even going to do outdoors. He wasn't that great outdoors at times. And he, wa- he got it done. Yeah. He got it done. So I thought that was awesome. You know, it's a really nice uh, deal. Uh, I'll go outdoors again. 2011 MXDN, he, he wins the first moto. Every The best of the mm-hmm. world is on the line for outdoors, and he goes and wins it. France, right? Yeah, France. So, yep. um, yeah, I, I might go a couple. Off the top of my head, but it's a good column, uh, column idea, Cody. 
So All right. Maybe, maybe we'll do cool. that. Um, I like the question. Do you want a Formula uh, CC helmet? Oh, God, yes. All right. Chad Reed question. Gets I, need, it done. I need one, too. That was well, perfect. 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 Good timing. Yeah. Uh, thanks for calling in. Stay on hold. Tits will get your information. All right? All right. Thank my you guys so much. All, of that is, all right. My best part of all that is that Chad is the reason that a fly item is given away and won. Yeah. He would be so excited to he, hear that. He would be happy about that, right? Yeah, I, I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan's on one. Ryan, what's up, man? Hey, man. Uh, Steve and JT just wanted to say, you know, when I heard that, you know, Houston was going to be the opener. I was pumped. I live in Houston. Um, but even more pumped to find out that we're doing a, a live show here at Three Palms. I ride there all the time. So Oh, awesome. Yeah, we'll see you That'll Friday awesome. night. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'll be there for that, and I'm, I'm going to go to all three rounds. Um, so I, I had a question about that, though. Do you, hey, let me do you ask you. Let me gonna... ask you. Let me ask you quickly. How were the tickets? Were they expensive? Were they cheaper? What, what was what was the like pricing of that? Because there's less capacity, right? Right. So I've looked, and it's a little bit confusing because they sell them in pods. Like you can't just buy one ticket or oh, three okay. tickets. It's like you got to buy two, four, or six, or eight. So uh, it's a little tricky, and the pricing was different on the weekends versus the Tuesday. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. yeah, so I'm still trying to figure out who all's going with me on what days. So I've got to kind of wrap that up, you know, today or tomorrow to get them, you know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, do you know how much they're switching up the tracks in between races? And do you know if I still have to buy a, a can of Monster Piss to get into the Fan Fest? No, you don't need a can anymore, right, JT? No, it's uh, $10 now. You have to pay $10 for Fan Fest entry this year. Okay, okay. And uh, yeah. I believe yeah. the Tuesday track will be a few different obstacles. Um, but the Saturday one should be all new from what I remember. The track maps are out, so you can see them if you Google it. Uh, but okay. I believe that's what Dave Prater was telling us was, the, you know, they don't have enough time to do a whole new one for the Tuesday race, but they thought that they could do a, a pretty new one for the Saturday race. Okay. And uh, what time are you guys starting the, the fly show at Three Pumps? The, the uh, fly show is 730. Okay. Yeah. And, um, yeah, man, I just wanted to say that the guy, the previous caller who won the fly helmet, he's going to be pumped with it, man. I've got that CC. I bought it last year. Oh, okay. And, Used it through the summer. That thing vents awesome. It's way more lightweight than my old uh, Fox V2, and it's quiet, and uh, everything's awesome on it. Awesome. It. Great. Thanks, man. Thanks for the call. All right, man. All, All right. right. Thanks. Bye. Did he buy a CC last year, JT, or no? He, he would have bought the regular formula. I didn't really want to you know, contradict him there. Uh, well, I mean, he could have bought it starting in August. Oh, August. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's enough of it. Yeah. yeah okay. All right. Uh, Fly yeah. Racing, flyracing.com. Uh, please uh, check them out on the web as always. JT, we will see you in Houston uh, and uh, should be a good time, man. Thanks for calling in. Yeah. And just, just for anybody that's coming to the race as well, any of real, most of the races of the season, we will have that Fly Racing radio show after the last practice of the day, too. If you want yeah. to come check that out. Yeah. Great. Uh, right in the pits, uh, Fly Racing radio show. Thanks for that, man. All right, thanks, JT. Uh, live show at Three Palms. Tickets on pulpamex.com. Please check those out. Tickets are 25 bucks, and uh, it's an outdoor show, and there'll be me, Weege, JT, some special guests. So please check that out, and uh, we'd appreciate that. We still have some phone calls on the line, and we will get to them uh, right away. Fly Racing, Moto 60 Show, presented by Maxis, Pro Taper, Get, and FMF Vision. What is FMF Vision, you ask? It is a brand-new venture from the guys that you know and love over at FMF. And to talk about that and more, Let's get him on the line. It is Donnie Emler Jr. What what's up, little D? How are you? Uh, you got a snorkel because I'm barely uh, staying above water over here, but uh, <laughs> it, it's going great. Oh, fantastic! Good to hear. What? Uh, how's been the response so far? How's it been? 
Uh, I think the response uh, from everything that I've seen has been outstanding. I mean, I think more importantly from, you know, the, the end consumer and people seeing it on social media and stuff is, is amazing. But uh, end result is uh, how excited um, our global accounts are for to, to get their hands on these things and, and get them into motorcycle dealerships so, so the general public can get in there and visit their local dealer and grab some. Uh, please check them out at Instagram at FMF Vision. The FMF expanding into Vision, offering a full range of performance goggles and accessories. Welcome to the power of sight. Um, why, why goggles, little D? Why, why goggles and why now? I guess you're just not allowed to uh, ever venture out with your your brand. I mean, it's uh, it's pretty crazy. We've been around for almost 50 years, and you know, FMF is kind of a, an iconic household household name and, and logo, right? That, right. That, you know, we are a performance product, and, you know, in 1973, Big D started, uh, you know, producing performance parts for, for dirt bikes just because he had a passion and love for, for the sport and racing. And, um, you know, I think this uh, unique standalone partnership that we've teamed up with, uh, with 100%, which I think is what a lot of people aren't really sure of, about, right? So we're, we got to kind of clear that up. Um, so the, the guys over at 100% reached out and they wanted to uh, see if we'd be interested in, in uh, creating this new partnership, which is now FMF Vision. And um, so it's based on, a, you know, a couple of their, uh, you know, number one platform um, goggles, um, so just kind of starting there with a full range of, of FMF goggles that are that are sold as its own kind mm-hmm. of entity as a new new business venture and a full line of accessories and all, all the good stuff and just really excited. I mean, it's crazy. I, I you know it for for us. You know, we're we're a big marketing brand and a company and and we love seeing our logo on on riders and the podium and right. so why not have have guys up on the podium worldwide with an fmf goggle strap around their neck well you're exactly right the the goggle is a collab with 100 so the goggle itself is going to be top notch going to work well they won championships and all of that but more than anything i think people like a cool logo and certainly the fmf circle is is pretty cool pretty iconic at this point i was talking to pete fox just the other day about iconic images in our in our uh industry and, and certainly the fmf logo is one so that's a pretty cool thing to have on the side of your helmet especially if you have the exhaust the matching exhaust uh it'll look really good with that um and then so you have the rocky mountain ktm team savachi and bogle phoenix racing honda of course are going to be doing it as well you have grant baylor you got some freestyle guys but to secure uh our buddy zach osborne who 450 motocross champion um as sort of your flagship guy um that's a lucky break that his a his contract was up b he wanted to work with you guys c you were able to make it happen because that's a that's a podium guy supercross winning guy and national champion so what a what what great way to come out of the gate with a guy like that yeah i mean that was uh man it was so fun to work on that part of the project right i mean it it started you know a few months ago uh talking to zach and you know him actually right before he won you know his championship you know we were we were chatting about it and the great thing is, you know, he's so open-minded to, to mm-hmm. new things. He really loves being a part of this thing from the get-go. He understands marketing. You know, he's a little bit older in our sport, right? He's, I believe, 31. So he really gets, like, at that point, like, hey, you know, I want to be part of something that, that's going to really market my name and my value. And, you know, so having him as our marquee kind of motocross, supercross athlete, um, it's super exciting, and, and he loves the product. You know, I was out there at, at Baker's Factory shooting with him about three weeks. 
you know, he's just so, super easy, and, you know, he's got a couple things that, that he likes, you know, clear right. lenses. He, he doesn't like the, the nose guard because uh, he's, you know, that's just, you know, something for, for him. And But other than that, super easy to work with. And, man, he's been an FMF rider since he was on KTM 65, so yeah. uh, it's pretty cool how this thing came full circle. Yeah, I always feel like you guys have been tight in promoting Zach and been working with Zach, and, I mean, I know him well, of course, but when you your first phone call to him, you're like, Hey, you want to make an FMF goggle? <laughs> what, what, what do you say? What did he talk about? <laughs> well, I couldn't really say FMF at first. Oh, okay. we really, we were really trying to keep a lid on this thing. We yep. really wanted to make a big splash, which was yesterday. Obviously some things got, got leaks and images, which at first I was kind of bummed cause we were do, working so hard to keep, keep everything under wraps, but you know, it was also good to get people talking about it a little bit. Um, so, you know, our first phone call was basically that, you know, uh, 100% starting another brand. It's going to be with an iconic company. Um, you know, would you be interested? And he really had no idea that it was FMF. He just thought that I was kind of reaching out, uh, you know, on behalf of, of the 100% guys, you know, yeah. being we, sometimes we work together on stuff. So he was really, really caught off guard after, like, we <laughs> got a little bit further into it and yeah. that we told him that the brand was going to be FMF and we wanted him to be, you know, our guy, you know. Yeah. And uh, he was just all, he was all in. He's like, let's let's make this thing happen. And, you know, the great thing with Zach is also, you know, life after moto for him. You know, he just loves riding bikes. And so, yep. you know, for him, like, showing up at a GNCC race, you know, he has, you know, when he won his uh, one of his Supercross championships, he, he talked uh, Husky into – um, giving him uh, a Dakar bike, so he's got that sitting at, at Baker's factory. So, I mean, there's there's going to be a lot of things uh, for Zach after his uh, full time motocross yeah. career. So we're excited just to be like, you know, eventually having him as a, a brand ambassador for FMF Exhaust and uh, FMF Vision. Yeah, I think there's a hundred percent chance that Osborne's doing some sort of off road racing when he's done with motocross and supercross. It's just oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Um, let's uh, so you can go to fmfracing.com to buy them. Right? There's a tab there? You can. Yeah, we have them up there. Just yep. kind of get some more info. Um, obviously, we want people to, to go visit their local dealers. You know, that's what keeps this sport going around is people going and walking into their, their local dealer. And, and these things, like I said, you know, we're, we're working with the top three distribution companies in, in America, which is, you know, Western Power Sports, Tucker Rocky, and Parts Unlimited on this. So there's not going to be any chance that you can't get this from, from your local dealer. And we've got um, the Powerbomb line, which is uh, a little bit more on the, the, the higher end price point, you know, around the $42, $55 range. And then we've got the PowerCore uh, goggle, which is like the $22 price range. So some great price points in there for people and colorways and designs. And, it, you know, one of the cool things about it was, you know, teaming up with 100% and having uh, Mark Blanchard being able to design these things. I mean, he's yeah. obviously yeah. designed for some of the best companies in motocross. And, um, you know, it kind of came, again, full circle because Mark used to do some FMF stuff back in the early 90s with Flames and, you know, when we had our graphics kits and our jerseys and things like that. So, Oh, really? really I didn't know that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. So, yeah. Mark comes from, you know, the JT days, the one yeah, industry, yeah, yeah. you know, like it's, it's no joke being able to work with someone like that. And we're really, really stoked to, to see his vision for what the FMF logo can look like on a goggle strap. And man, it's a, yeah. it's a home run for sure. Yeah. It's going to be exciting for sure. And don't sleep on Savachi and Bogle also going to be in the FMF goggles uh, this year too. Yep. So uh, both guys looking for comebacks, right. And they're going to be cool stories if they can, both get their former speed back over there on, on really good equipment. So that'll be 
that'll be exciting too. Uh, again, FMF, follow me at FMF Vision on Instagram. But uh, a quick detour here before we talk about Supercross, yep. little D. I got a question about this on my Instagram a little while ago, and I meant to shoot you a text. What's the situation with Fabio? Is he still around? Is he still involved? Is he still Ooh. riding? Is, is he? I don't. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Do you remember that ad that we? I know. Like That's why I'm with, asking. He, he's sitting on a lawn chair with, with, I think, with the hose, or there's a girl washing his bike or yeah. something. It was, it was classic. He was wearing like an FMF jersey. Yeah. Uh, I have no idea. Okay. I, right. I, don't, I don't even remember who that kind of like connection had. It was probably like Daniel Porter or something yeah, about like was. male models, you know. So. <laughs> yeah, maybe that was it. Um, hey, talking about Osborne and the new goggle, uh, we did our, our Supercross preview shows, and look, I, I'm. I'm a believer in Osborne. I, I I love the dude. I love his story. I was so stoked for him to win that national championship. But for reals, so having said that, I'm a fan. But for reals, I think he's a championship contender. He got that final Salt Lake win, his first Supercross win. And, dude, I I think he's going to be a new guy this year. He already he already was podium potential guy this, this year when he raced Supercross. I think he's on the podium a ton, and I think he is a major factor in this championship. What about you? I, you know what? I think his confidence level is is so solid right now that he's you know he's going off obviously coming off the Supercross win, going right into outdoors. You know, not really sure if he had a shot at that, and then obviously you know getting the first couple wins and podiums throughout the thing. So I mean, he, you know, he's such a really he's a great starter. So the Supercross that's so key to be able to get through the pack and not have to deal with you know all the traffic. I mean, we have a solid solid lineup for the 450 class, so I think it's going to be you know, bar bang in action, but I really think that uh, Zach is probably in one of the best places he, he has been. You know, he's healthy. I Like I said, I saw him at Baker's Factory training with Marv and, and Cooper, and they're doing their, their sprint work together, and it's really cool to see, like, you know, how well those guys really work together. It yep. actually kind of just trips me out that they're, like, the way Baker has it, like, they literally do their motos and then they go and like, they have to sit right next to each other and get dressed, get undressed. And it's just like, yeah, it's just weird, you know, yeah, but yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm just stoked for the season. I'm heading out. Uh, I, I definitely don't want to miss. Uh, I don't think I've missed an a one race in 20 something years and I'm not missing this one for H one. Oh, so. you're going. Oh, cool. That's awesome. I'm going. Yeah. Uh, you gonna stay for all three or the first couple or do you know? Do you, what, what's your, no, just the just first, first one. one? I'm, yep. just, I'm so busy with uh, with everything else going on, but I, I definitely want didn't want to miss this and yep. kind of the launch of uh, of the first guy racing in our in our new goggle and obviously you know the FMF exhaust and yeah. So yeah. hey, um, we were talking about this on our Monday show. Our buddy Kiefer, uh, he helped you out a little bit. A good test ride of that, Chris Kiefer. He's always uh, he's always helping us out, man. Yep. He's uh, you know he's an amazing test rider. Him and his, even his son, you know, do a lot of testing for us, yeah, and uh, cool. they help us out on you know these you know Yamaha feedback, KTM feedback. You know, we we utilize him for a lot. You know, so it's it's hard because you know for the, with the race teams and stuff, yeah, we might get bikes early and things like that, but their their exhaust you know are kind of built to go with their type of riding style or their engine package. And so you also have to make sure that, you know, when we're producing, you know, our normal production stuff for the general public, that it's going to be the best, right? Yep. So we, we definitely utilize guys like that to give us the feedback, and um, it's been awesome. Yeah, it's uh, it's really cool. You got Brayton using the exhaust, too, on the new Honda, so that's good. Yep, he's yep. our he's kind of our debut Honda, Honda 450 rider. I mean, that thing was uh, 
I'll tell you guys, I mean, we obviously build everything in house. We, we don't get Hondas early, like, uh, like maybe Yoshimura does. Um, but you know, the, uh, the amount of time and effort that had to go into that with all new types of tooling and, and bend tools. And and there's just so much that goes into it. And obviously right now with, you know, so many people I see comments on our, on our Instagram, like, yeah, it'd be nice if you can, if you guys can make pipes, you know, (laughs) I, I don't think, people understand the state of our industry and, and how, how thriving it is right now. I mean, yeah. you know, bike sales are up, you know, 20% or whatever you go into a dealership, you know, there's riding gears out of stock, exhaust are out of stock. So we're, you know, the lucky, the great thing with us is that we do produce everything in house, but we can still only work so many hours in a day. So we're yeah. trying to, we're trying to figure out how, uh, how to make more stuff. So anyone that's out there, that's, uh, that's bummed that we don't have stuff in stock. We apologize. Hang in there. Right. Um, but, you know, this American power, man. We just got to keep cranking on it. Tell me about it. I still have exhaust, stock exhaust on my blue crew. I've been waiting. So I know. I, I, I feel the guys, I feel people's pain for sure. Hey, I, just, I, just yeah. so you guys know, literally Star came here yesterday to pick up their the remaining uh, stuff for this weekend. So yeah. we've been we've been burning the midnight candle, trying to get everything everything built for all of our race teams. Um, and as you mentioned, you know, having Brayton and the Muckoff Honda team is uh, super exciting to have to have him and uh, man our exhaust just looks killer on that new honda is there a model uh for 2021 that maybe that honda that you really feel you guys did it you nailed it you, you're getting you're getting yeah. great feedback i really feel like uh the honda uh testing has been going really well i mean obviously not much change with you know a, a yeah. husky or a ktm so that was dialed you know the yamaha was was good um but honda being all new you know it, it just it you don't think it's going to take a lot of time, and then you start getting into it, and you're like, okay, well, yeah, we this is going to be a little bit longer. Like I said, we had to make all new tool dies and everything like that. So, um, but I think the being able to test with with Brayton, I mean, he's such a good test rider. So, yeah. you know, test with him and really come up with a good combo. So. It, what he's racing with is exactly what we'll be selling. So that's super exciting. That's awesome. And so talking about star a little bit, this circles around to before we got you on the phone, we had a couple of callers and Jason Thomas and I debating Christian Craig. Uh, He's on the star Yamaha team this year. He has only one win in his career, but he looks so damn good. He qualifies fastest. He wins heat races. But damn it, that anvil always seems to fall on Christian, uh, Donnie. And you know that as a, as a race fan as yeah. well. Do you think this is a difference maker? Is this a, a year for him, or do we see more of the same? I think it's uh, I think it's got to be a difference maker. You know, he's you know he's not the the spring chicken. You know, the kid coming in, but you know he's got so much experience and. I mean, heck, you get on that race team, you know, there's no reason why you can't go win. I mean, that bike's the fastest bike out there, I feel like. And um, obviously, it's, you know, been proven that, that people win on that thing. And mm-hmm. and the, the team that they have supporting, you know, around you, I mean, a lot of people just don't understand. It's like, you know, it's just like anything, a football team or whatever. If you've got good coaching staff and, you know, people that are there, I mean, that team is such a solid lineup. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it just provides people that, that chance to really perform and, I mean, Christian's got some of the smoothest riding style, great starter. So, um, looking for, I just don't even, I'm like so confused on who's riding east versus west. <laughs> we got, um, I know. Hey, trust me. This was my rant the other day on my show. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I, the team, I, I haven't had time to like really dive into right, it. You right. know, obviously it's starting with, uh, with east coast and I have no, I can't even tell you right now, like who's, who's riding east coast for star. We've just been so busy. <laughs> we got Craig and Nichols. Uh, for sure. Okay. Yeah, I know I that like for that. sure. So, uh, Hampshire, Forkner, Jet, 
and uh, Craig and Nichols should be five of the main guys, and, and I think Mosman yep. will be out there too. So, um, yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to watch, no doubt. Power core goggle, power bomb goggle available at your local dealer now. And again, big news launched the other day. Uh, Zach Osborne, uh, of course, uh, wearing it, and Savachi Bogle, Peters Osby Lopes is on the uh, on the other coast. So, uh, no, they're racing this weekend. Yeah, they're racing in Houston. So, um, please check that out. If you can, at, at FMF Vision on Instagram, of course. Also, thanks to Maxis, Pro Taper, Get, and Athena, and, of course, the folks at FlyRacing.com. Uh, let's get a couple calls here, Donnie, before we uh, before we wrap things up here. Uh, little Donnie on the line, Donnie Emler Jr. On the, uh, on the phone. If you have a question about FMF as well, give us a call. We've got a few seconds left here. Alex, what's going on? Thanks for calling in. Alex, you there? Oh, hey, yeah. Uh, question. So on uh, Supercross, what is the streak that – what's the longest streak in uh, different uh, title winners in the 450 class? Like, uh, obviously, we have uh, McGrath, then it was RC that was dominant. But yeah. how – what's the gap? Like, obviously, we've had three different winners since yeah. he left. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, we had uh, Dunge, and we had Anderson, and Webb, and Tomac in four years, right? You would have to yeah. go back to the 80s. Uh, pre-Stanton, because we had Stanton a couple years, Bale, then MC's reign, then Ricky's reign, then Chad's reign, you know what I mean, and all of that. So you would have to go back to the 80s. It's a good question, Alex, for sure. Um, you know, the parity and the difference in titles. Yeah, the, in the 80s, we had a, it was all over the map with different guys. Nobody really managed to win two. So um, okay. good, good question, for sure. But, yeah, way back in the 80s. Right on. Thanks. All you right. guys have a good show. Thank you, man. Uh, and Donnie, that's it's, it's absolutely true. We had so many so many guys winning so many championships the last you know twenty years until the the, the recent run, I guess, of guys. It's yeah. I mean, it, think about it. It's so hard. I mean, just to be consistent for for seventeen rounds. I mean, it, there's just so much going on and so much that can go wrong, and it's just it's it's nuts. Don't you feel like? Like, I like it like that, right? Like, I like what we're in now. I don't – I mean, MC, RC, Chad, James, all that. Uh, you know, there were many times you go to the races and you're like, okay, here we go. You know what I mean? And sometimes it was epic battles, but I, I prefer this way. The yeah, I mean, it, it's it's amazing to look back and be like, you know, able to look up to a McGrath and now, like, know him and be like, what, you know, what he did to change the sport or yeah. Ricky changed the sport. It's, it's amazing, but as a fan going to the race – you don't want the same team that's winning every, every weekend. It's like, it, you know, you want that, you know, our 450 class is stacked, right? So there's six guys or something that could, could win a race, maybe yep. more. Yep. So. No, I, I, I agree. It's it's awesome right now. And, uh, you know, Tomac, obviously, he's got a lot of wins the last few years, but there's been a lot of drama in those wins. He finally got the first championship. But it wasn't, even though all the wins he got, it wasn't like it was, uh, you know, like an MC uh, era. No. Right? So, no. Uh, I mean, it. Greg's on one. Greg, what's going on, man? Hey, what's happening, guys? I'm uh, I'm pumped. The show's back on. I've been missing it since the outdoor season, but um, yeah, thank you. We're back every every week about... now. Yep. So go ahead. Oh yeah, I'm pumped. Anyway, um, so it's the AMA Supercross FIM World Championship. Uh, how much influence does the FIM have on the Supercross series? And I guess why are we still calling it the World Championship when there's no international rounds? Yeah, it's a joke. Great question. It's a it's a yeah. joke. Uh, <laughs> total we, joke. Total joke. We they they did it to get around the AMA back in the day, right? AMA left uh, Clear Channel and started their own series. Tried to FIM or Clear Channel guys went around AMA to the FIM, brokered a deal with the FIM, 
So then now the OEMs have to obey that because the FIM is the ultimate power in motorcycling in the world. AMA is just a, a branch of the FIM. Yeah. So great power play by those guys. And we did have international rounds, and I get it. But now, as we've seen with the suspension and the different rules for a number of years and the drug suspensions and everything else, the crazy penalties, there is zero chance that or zero reason why we need FIM still involved. Uh, Felt has to write them a big old check just to have their name on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Donnie, it's ridiculous. It's it's completely it, ridiculous. We have the American Motorcycle Association. Why are we why are we even dealing with a European federation? I just don't. I did baffled my mind. We're we're you know from an exhaust company. We're having to meet their FIM European uh, sound standards, right? So we're doing all this extra work. And, you know, Feld's got to pay people and, FI, you know, whoever yeah. shows up to do all this sound testing, you know, Thule over there. And, and it's like we're, we're spinning wheels and for a sound requirement that's made for, for Europe. It's, and, it's baffling. And they're writing a check to FIM just to have the right to be this world championship. Like, why? Why would you <laughs> yeah. do that? Now, in my mind, they're doing that so that, you know, we don't have another Supercross series pop up. Like, theoretically – if we kick them to the curb, right, and just had the AMA Supercross Series, somebody could go in Europe and get the FIM sanctioning and start Supercross Series in Spain and Belgium and you know, blah, blah. But who cares? Go ahead. Write them a check. It, it, we all know the American yeah. Motocross Association Supercross Series is the only series that really matters indoors, right? We know this. So why? You know, but, but yep. Greg, uh, now you got me mad. So thanks. Yeah, thanks a lot, Greg. <laughs> well, uh, thanks for the call. I, I got to say, thank you. Uh, I'm a I'm a no. I'm a Rangers fan. I used to love getting up to Toronto and uh, watching the uh, international round. But uh, yeah, no, for sure, right? You know, but why now? Yeah, why bother? Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. Thanks, man. And hey, thanks, and, and hey, Steve. I, Steve, I'm yeah. literally having to fly to Houston because it's not in Anaheim, so it's not so easy for us to like just buzz the Sprinter over there and and help you know, privateers and yep. everyone with to get through sound. So now I got to fly there with all these different types of inserts for, for who knows who's showing up. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's amazing. I, I, the things in this sport that get me irate at, that's one of them. And, uh, and I've talked to the powers that be at Feld and they're just like, we, we like that. We need, we need drug testing. And I said, sure, go use NASCAR's drug testing. We do need drug yeah. testing. Go, go to NASCAR and say, what's your lab? What's your penalties? We want to do that. You know what I mean? Like I, I just it's it blows my mind. Anyways, the, so. and the last time I checked, and obviously you're you're Canadian, you're a hockey guy, but I'm pretty sure America has some of the the best sporting yeah uh, opportunities. You know, from car racing to to you know football. It's like yeah, we yeah. can't adopt something that they're using. Right? Yeah, we 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 don't need them. We don't need WADA. We don't need FIM. It's absolutely ridiculous. So, anyways, uh, Donnie, thanks for coming on the Fly Race and Moto Sixty Show. Uh, congrats on the FMF vision launch and osborne is going to have that thing uh doing very well in its debut season uh excited to see what you guys have coming down the road uh the, obviously you and the 100 percent guys uh know what you're doing when it comes to product and everything else so and you, I, i've always told you your marketing is great you are a fantastic well, that, marketing and that's the fun thing is that they wanted us to to kind of handle work with them but also handle the marketing right so that was kind of be like yep. the only way i would do it right yeah so. no for sure uh, awesome. Thanks for coming on, buddy. I'll see you in Houston, yep. hopefully. We'll, we'll see you. H1. See yeah, ya. H1. See you there, man. Thanks. Appreciate it. That's little Donnie from FMF Vision. Thanks to Pro Taper Max's Get coming on board. 
Fly Racing Moto 60. Show tits. Yeah, buddy. Just a fantastic job. Yeah, a lot no, of calls. No yeah. sign of rust. Nope. Enthusiasm nope. That, that was... That was all earlier. I'm back in the game. Your enthusiasm was a, a, a five, as always. Where it should be. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you next week.